welcome to the Super Movie Ball bonus stage. Hey everybody, this is Mac. I'm solo, and it feels pretty good. I'm sans Peter, as they say in the Latin. That sounded weird, but hey, I'm going to go with it. This is just me, talking on my bonus stage episode, and this one we're talking about Annihilation from this year, 2018. Gasp! I can't believe it, we're actually talking about something current, but we're going to talk about something from Alex Garland. Uh, If you don't know Alex Garland, he's a novelist, a screenwriter, and a director, and pretty excited about him as an artist. I think he, he really does a really great job of things. If you don't know, he wrote a novel called The Beach, as well as a, a couple other novels, but that actually got made into a feature film, which is underrated, and at some point we may have to talk about it, because I, I really enjoy that film. I know there's a lot of mixed feelings, and a lot of people think that movie is terrible. I have a different viewpoint on it, and I'd like to talk about that at some time, but we'll get to that later. He's also written things like 28 Days Later. He's a writer on the movie Sunshine, which preview that's something we are going to be talking about pretty soon there's a he's a writer on a movie uh, from 2010 called never let me go which i didn't really hear anything about that movie or if i did i don't recall too much i just watched the trailer on it um and it's from the author of remains of the day um he's the screenwriter for it and it has the same director of one hour photo which i also enjoyed which is an uh, also another underrated i don't know if it's underrated a lot of people really like it i don't think enough people have seen it in my opinion uh alex gone is also a writer for the movie dread uh which came out a few years ago probably a lot i'm not looking right now but it came out a while ago but it's based on a comic book and i really enjoyed that movie it had a really tight script it was really just simple and small, but simple in the way that it wasn't trying to do too much. It wasn't trying to create like a whole cinematic universe or something like that. It was just trying to tell a simple story. And I really, really enjoyed it. It's one of those movies that's underrated and needs more love and we need more movies like that. He's also the writer-director of a movie that came out a couple of years ago, um, three years ago, 2015 Ex Machina, um, which... I have mixed feelings on, but it's mostly good. I would say, you know, 80% is good, 20% is mixed to to bad. That's not a score. That's just like how I feel about the movie. But I mean, you know, no movie's perfect. No movie's without flaws or anything like that. But I, I just personally, I just think it's a really good movie that more people needed to watch. It really got rave reviews. I I heard about it through word of mouth. And um, just some reviews here and there, but not a lot of people were talking about Ex Machina. And it really is a good movie. If you haven't seen it, it's really well done. It's got only about three people are in the movie, which you should definitely check out. But it's got a very good tone. It's got it's very intelligent and it takes its time. It, it has some themes running through it that are worth revisiting. You know, it's one of those movies that... You watch it, and then you think about it, and then you kind of want to watch it again. But it is a little bit on the darker side of the sci-fi spectrum, but it's definitely something worth your time. You know, that was his uh, directorial debut, um, was Ex Machina. And this is his second 
his sophomore effort, if you will. And he's also written for a couple of video game titles. So why is that worth mentioning? Why is that relevant? I, I think it's relevant because he's open to new mediums. You know, he's a novelist, he's a screenwriter and a director, and he's also uh, a, a writer for video games, which I find really fascinating because video games, if you're a gamer, you understand that that's an interactive storytelling experience. And I think that's where a lot of our storytelling is, is going to be coming from. Like, there's always going to be room for narrative. There's always going to be room for books. There's always going to be room for films. But I think that as far as taking it to the next level, the user, the reader, the whatever, interacting with the film, with, with the story, with the narrative, or having effect on the, the narrative is a really interesting place you can go. You can go to some really creative places. And he's been involved in some from video game writing, which I find fascinating. But I really enjoy Alex Garland. I expect kind of a, a lot from him. And it's funny, when I look at this movie, the description, if you're, if you're unaware of this movie that we're going to be talking about, which is Annihilation, the IMD like genre tag is adventure, drama, fantasy, um, which I don't think quite gets there. I think it's that's a general overview. And I know it's hard to classify certain things, especially this movie. But this is this is uh, the description that they have on IMDb. A biologist signs up for a dangerous secret expedition into a mysterious zone where the laws of nature don't apply. It's very concise. And I think that's probably the best thing that I've seen. The wiki description of the genre tag is psychological science fiction horror film which i feel is more accurate now wiki goes into more of a bigger description as far as the plot outline it goes like beat by beat until the close of the movie this is spoiler free so i'm not gonna do that but i think that's a more accurate description of the psychological science fiction horror film i again like ex machina i have mixed feelings about this film uh i would say 70 to 80 percent of them are good uh, I definitely want to watch it again. And again, that's not a score. That's 78% It's just my feelings. It's just my initial reaction upon watching the film. I, I want to watch it again. And the, and the rest of it, that 30 to 20% uh, that I mentioned earlier from that percentage, is mixed to bad or not sure. Or, I don't know. You know what I mean? But what I like about this movie is that it has nice, subtle payoffs to setups earlier in the film. Like, it just gives you things and lets them kind of marinate. And then as the movie goes on, it explains them, it pays them off, but it doesn't force feed them to you. It doesn't it doesn't explain it to you right away. You kind of have to sit and let that marinate as you're watching the film. So it's in the back of your head as you're watching it, but eventually it gets answered and when it gets answered it's very it's a lot it's very more it's very more. <laughs> it's a lot more satisfying when you get that answer after you've been thinking about it for a while. So it, it, it does some really good things. The cinematography is purposefully done. I'll just say that. And if that doesn't make sense, what I mean by that is it's not great. It's good, but it's not great. And I think that's done for a reason. What reason? I don't know. I'm going to have to revisit it and find out. But there's a reason why it just 
you can see everything that's going on. Everything's in frame and in focus. That's not what I mean by it. I just feel like there's some choices there being made that I'm not fully aware of. And I'd, I'd like to revisit it to find out exactly what's going on with that. But is it watchable? Does it look good? Yes, of course it does. It's fine. It's a fine-looking film. It's just there's some some choices there that I'm... I'm ha there's like a question mark. But I think it was done purposefully because of the people that are involved, involved with making this film. I really like the music. I really, 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 really like the music. It's my kind of music. Um, it sets a great tone. It, it, it gets you in the mood of the film, not in that like, oh, this movie gets me so jazzed or hyped for what's going on right now. It just really, um, some, some movies, it's just like the music just really just really gets you in your mood for where this movie's going. And it's very ambient. It's pulsating, almost trance-like. I really love it. It feels very modern, but it also feels very alien, you know, very sci-fi alien. It also feels sci-fi in that way that it's not cheesy that it's not like trying to be 1950s retro or something like that it's very science fiction and fits the atmosphere of the movie and the film which i really enjoy the visuals were very well done the cgi doesn't take you out of the film there's also some practical effects that are in this movie i, I really uh, enjoy the practical effects and the CGI, to be honest with you, because it adds to the film, which is what it's supposed to do. It's not supposed to stand out unless that thing is supposed to stand out in the film. You know what I mean? It's like it's like a performance. If an actor's supposed to stand out above all the other actors because of his character, then that's a choice. That's a decision that's made for the to make the film, to elevate the film. So whatever CGI or effect is out there, it doesn't, you know, interfere with what's going on in the store. So sometimes there's some outlandish stuff, but it looks great. And it's supposed to be outlandish. You're supposed to be shocked or you're supposed to be feel overwhelmed or you're supposed to feel um, mesmerized by what's going on. So I really enjoyed that aspect of it. The, the CGI does kind of like go from like okay to really great so there's like that spectrum there but it's i didn't find it too distracting and it's fine i really love the tone of this film i already talked about that through the music but the tone of this film the way it makes you feel it's very uneasy you get this like sense of despair slash dread <laughs> that's going on but it's mostly just makes you feel uneasy like you really don't know what's gonna happen you really don't know what what's going on you know and that plays into the strength of the films that plays into the strength of where you're at and what's going on and you're basically on the ride of this film you're 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 going on this journey with the characters in the film and it really works and it pays off so you identify with them you know and i really i really feel that's a big strength of the film i love that it takes its time it takes maybe a little bit too much time. It maybe some of the runtime could be cut. I don't know where because everything's kind of essential in a way, but some things could be cut maybe here or there. Can maybe trimmed, I would say is a better word. Maybe not full on cut, you know, but just trimmed here and there to make it a little bit more leaner. But I love that it doesn't rush anywhere to get where it's going. And where it's going is very good. So it's a nice build-up in that sense. It's very intelligent. It doesn't talk down to its audience. Uh, I really like that. I really like that it's not really 
trying to talk down to you know you and me in the audience I, I like intelligent film I like to be challenged I like to think for what I'm what I'm watching maybe not everything I watch but you know some stuff yeah absolutely I want to get in there and and kind of have this movie say, you know, ask me questions or leave me with things or have me figure out things for my own, leave things a little bit more abstract. And that's what this movie does. So I really enjoyed that. It, it wants me, has me begging for more. Like I want to go back and, and revisit it and kind of figure out this little puzzle that this movie has left me with. It doesn't really ham fist anything. It doesn't try to shove themes down your throat. You know, this is the theme of the film, and I'm going to shove it down your throat. You know, you know, to pound its fist on the on the desk and just say, you know, this is this is what's going on in the film. You know, it's it's very very intelligent, very done very well and very subtle. It's got some class. This film's classy, you guys. I want to talk about the characters a little bit and the actors. Um, Natalie Portman plays a biologist and a former soldier. I I'm Natalie Portman. <laughs> I enjoy her. I, I think she's a good actress. I, I, an actor, as an actor, I just feel sometimes she sort of misses the mark or goes too far beyond and takes me out of it. Like, I feel like I'm watching Natalie Portman act rather than, uh, you know, the, the character, you know, emoting, you know? So sometimes she takes me out of this... The funny thing about it is I think she does a good job in this film. There are certain parts where I'm like, she kind of takes me out of it, and I wish they, they had a different lead, but honestly, for the most part, she nails it. She really does nail it, uh, which I was surprised, because when I saw that she was in the film, I was like, ah, man, I kind of wish somebody else was in that, but she really does nail the majority of this film. Um, there were other parts where I'm just kind of, whatever. Um, Jennifer Jason Lee's all also in this film, I, if you're like me, I remember her from, you know, like, my first viewing of seeing Jennifer Jason Lee is from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. She does an excellent job, as always. I really enjoy her character, uh, Jeannie, Gina Rodriguez, which I'm sure I've seen her in something before, but um, I can't really place that. Tessa Thompson, who I'm really, really starting to enjoy. I've seen her in a couple of different things. She is very subtle and underplayed in this movie. Uh, Tuva... Vat Vatni, I hope I'm saying that right. Tuva Novatni, um, I enjoyed her character in this film. She, again, everybody's kind of subtle and subdued in this movie, but it's really, really well played. Oscar Isaac is barely in this movie, but I really enjoy Oscar Isaac. Um, he's one of my favorite actors amongst recent years. Uh, Benedict Wong is also makes an appearance, which he also shows up in some other Alex Garland projects here and there as well as Oscar Isaac, but they're not the main focus. But what I like is that this is like, you know, a really great piece of science fiction. And like all great pieces of science fiction, you know, it has female protagonists, and it doesn't make a big deal about it. Because why should it? You know, and I have to bring that up. Like, why should it be a big deal? You know, they're smart, they're strong characters, without it being like a gimmick or a thing, you know? And I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed that, you know, we got to see these four women who are, you know, three of them are scientists. Another one is a true professional going on an exploration adventure and going on something that's dangerous and handling themselves 
and and not you know being there's no damsels in this movie there's no anything they're all smart intelligent strong people out there to do a job to go on a mission to find out what's going on and it was really good to see i really i really enjoyed that aspect of it it didn't like i said i'm making more of a thing of it than the film does but i think it's it's funny that you know all these different people are talking about all these different movies strong female characters here's one right here watch this one uh but to me it just has good characters it has strong characters i don't really care about the 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 gender it was great to see normal acting intelligent characters in a film you know not doing stupid things or not doing obvious things or having what you know tropes in there um no matter what their gender i really enjoyed that but this movie has a great creepy and intense vibe to it and without spoiling anything the creepy and intense vibe is really complex it's in it's in various different ways uh it reminded me of a really good sci-fi film our discussion that peter and i had in our micro episode about the 80s i touched on 70s sci-fi this reminded me of a 70s sci-fi movie the way it took its time was intelligent didn't talk down had some concepts in there that were just stuff you don't see every day but also had themes run along with that it used sci-fi as a vehicle to bring up everyday themes that we deal with as human beings in our life which i absolutely love you know uh, the one thing I will say about this movie uh, are some of the choices in direction and maybe um, acting I don't really care for. But also, it doesn't go far enough in certain ways. I wish it would go a little bit further. I really wanted it to go way out there. I wanted it to go way, way, way out there. Without spoiling anything, I really wanted it to go way out there. I wanted to get really weird and just sort of ramp up and build. And it does build... And it's not terrible at all. It, it, it's, it doesn't go to a terrible place. But I really wanted it to build and get really, really weird out there. It just didn't go where I was hoping it would go. But that doesn't necessarily make it bad. Honestly, <laughs> this is a really good film. And I, I'm trying to find something to talk uh, to just so I'm not praising every single thing about it because honestly i think more people should see this movie and that's why i'm touting more of the good stuff than i am any of the negative things that i have to say about it because i really want people to see about it but um i'm not sure how to feel about the ending you'll see what i mean if you watch it which i definitely recommend you watching this film i think more people should watch it more people should be discussing this movie i don't think not enough people are watching this and it kind of bums me out but this film is in theaters in the U.S., but everywhere else in the world, it's on Netflix. Not sure what the decision is on that. That's kind of weird. Um, it's not doing so great in the theaters here in the U.S., but I'm hearing that supposedly a, a lot of people were disappointed in, in other countries besides the U.S., everywhere else, that it wasn't in the theaters, that this is something that they would want to see in the theaters. And, and I think it's good enough to where you definitely want to see this in the theaters. I mean, they had the Cloverfield Paradox on Netflix. And, you know, that was touted and it was all over the Super Bowl. But, you know, and you, you hear a lot of people talking about that, good or bad, negative, in between, indifferent, whatever. But no one's really talking about this movie. 
No one's really talking about it at all. This is a really good film, and it's really well done. You know, I have some issues with it, but I'm no expert. It's just my own personal opinion. But is it a good film? Definitely. Should you check it out? Absolutely. So those are just my thoughts and feelings on it. I know I was going to give initial things on it, but and I went a little long. But I had a lot to say other than than just the film. Everything kind of surrounding the film, as far as the directors and the uh, director, directors, <laughs> the director, the writer, the actor, actors in the film. I wanted to talk about that and maybe some of the other stuff outside the film because I feel it is important just to mention it. But let me know what's going on. You guys know where to find us at Twitter and Gmail. It's the Super Movie Ball. So it's real simple, real easy. Let us know what you think about this film. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next time.